1: Well, welcome to Sustainable Success. Hope everyone is having a great week. God, I cannot believe that Halloween is around the corner. It's this Saturday. God, where has the time gone? I mean, COVID is uh, hasn't been too much fun this year, but nonetheless, it this year went by like a blur. I mean, we're we're heading into November already, but you know, this is the time now that if you haven't done any reflection during the during the COVID year. Uh, Not only about yourself and your business, this is a time that you can still have time to do it before next year. And we uh, here at Sustainable Success, as uh, we've helped many people, help them to get structured not only with their goals and priorities for personally, but also in their businesses, no matter what size. So, again, this is something that's important to you. You still have time. Feel free to give us a call. We'd be happy to see where we could uh, provide some insight, direction. And help you uh, get you where you want to go. That's sustainable success. And you can reach us at chris at christophersalem.com. And again, uh, if you are new to sustainable success, uh, you found us here, of course, on the Voice America Influencers channel. But you could also listen to us on iTunes and Spotify, and also check out our Facebook page at sustainable success. 2017 we'd love to have you there that way we can make sure to keep you apprised of uh, many great shows that we've had in the past and the ones that are coming up in the future that can be aligned with where you are and where you want to go in your personal life and your business so again check us out there and again we welcome those that are first time listeners here to the sustainable success radio show so we got a great show ahead of us here today uh, we're going to be talking uh, with a uh, uh, about the topic of bridges and dams of securing financing for your business. Now, this is a topic that I could really relate to. I also personally have a private lending business, and I've been involved in raising capital also for companies, especially a lot of my uh, startup clients that I work with. And this is an area that I think that we – we, we've been meaning to cover for a while and I'm so glad to have this individual and I've personally have ta- uh, worked with him before. He's a great guy. You're going to get to know him a lot, not only about what he does, but why he does what he does to help uh, individuals and businesses in this particular area. Uh, and again, his name is great. Okonkwo, and I hopefully I pronounced the last name right but great you can always correct me if I'm <laughs> if I wasn't r- right but in any event I want to welcome <laughs> you great to the show and before I do let me give a background about him he is a partner of data aggressive a digital marketing agency in Texas he helps businesses get leads for their business via social media marketing and campaigns in addition he's a partner for diamond ethical a financial loan broker firm in Texas helping businesses that require money to grow and scale their growth. And without further ado, we welcome Great to the show. Great, how you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. How you doing, Chris? Doing great. I'm so thankful to finally have you on the show. You and I have had discussions on and off over the last few years, and some things that where we were working on a few, uh, you know, business opportunities at the time. And now it's great to come back full circle with you to have you here on the show. Can, I'd like to talk to you about, you know, the world of financing. I mean, this is obviously something not, not new. I mean, obviously businesses need financing and, on various levels. But, you know, a lot of times people don't really understand the whole process. And, you know, there's always going to be these, these bridges and then these dams as the analogy that you like to talk about. Can you talk about a little bit about you know just overall before we get into some of the things that can help the listeners uh, if they require financing for their businesses or thinking about starting a business? What are some of the uh, things, the process to, to securing financing for business?
2: Absolutely, Chris. Thank you for um, thank you for asking. Um, it's a good question. Um, a wise man once said that in the moment of crisis, the wise build. Bridges and the Foolish build dams. Now, I'm from, originally from Nigeria, but, uh, of course, I'm an American citizen now. However, the concept of that statement stands true, especially when it comes to, you know, securing financing for your business. It's, it's all about relationships. Uh, bridges, the concept of a bridge is connecting and um, continuing the thing. Now, dams, uh, they tend to retain water or I would say consume, rather. So um, from the title, we have Bridges and Dams. It's about building relationships when it comes to securing um, funding for your business and also knowing what you need to be qualified. That's basically what it is. It's not just stepping into the bank or stepping into an alternative lender's uh, office and saying, I I need a loan for a business. No, it's way more than that
1: requirements and things like that. So, Mm. So, you know, I, you know, great. I know, you know, a lot of times when I'm working with businesses, either whether it's a mom or pop or a startup, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of times I, you know, I get involved. They come to me and I get involved in their business plans, you know, so, you know, either, you know, they're going to have to secure financing on some level, whether if that is through a small business loan or some type of financing or just raising capital for an angel investor, You know, they have to have a plan in place and, you know, so discuss, you know, you know, when it comes to financing, what are some of the things that like, is that, you know, when you know, having a fine, having a plan, obviously, Mm -hmm. it's got to be important because you got to know that, that, you know, that company knows, you know, at least knows where they're at and where they want to go. But it gives the, Mm -hmm. the, the person loaning the money, in this case, the bank or the entity, you know, more assurance that, you know, that this money is being utilized correctly. What, can you explain a little That's bit more about the, you know, the, you know, the importance of getting things set up and, and you know, in terms of securing that financing?
2: Absolutely, absolutely. So, um, let me start by explaining what commercial lending is, so you know the listener can, you know, know exactly what we're talking about. So, because we have different types of lending or financing, uh, whether business or personal. So, well, we're talking about commercial lending in this case, and it is just a process where. A bank um a loan company or an individual actually um, you and I have had this conversation about you you know individually you' lending out money to you know help out people for now this is where it makes it a commercial lending now you're lending out the money or sums of money in return for the rate of interest you know to the individual or the business for the support of their business and uh, you know to grow and expand or there other little things added to it so this is what commercial lending is. Now, a successful operation of the enterprise, you know, or a business as opposed to secure collateral represents the, you know, the primary source of repayment of the interest and money borrowed. So when someone, lend, you know, fills an application, the lender underwrites the loan application or credit in order to measure the risk that the lender, you know, will have to, deal with when lending out the money or waiting for it to get paid so that that being said there are three there are three ways to to deal you know to deal with commercial lending we have the equity based financing we have the debt based financing and we have the line of credit type of financing so without any further ado I'll just Brace through it, you know, is when yeah. the lender lends money for just a portion of the company profit, you know, I'm, I'm lending you, you want a hundred thousand, I'm giving you a hundred thousand for let's say 10% of profit that you have on the company. Now you don't have to pay back the, the hundred thousand. So the way you're paying it back is by me, you know, benefiting from the profit you're making as the company grows and expands. So that's equity now the debt type of financing is where okay yeah i'm lending you the money i'm giving you a term and i'm giving you a rate at which you're going to pay it back to me so now this is where we're going to agree you you have to agree or not now the, the the borrower has the choice to say no yes right so i'm lending you the money for let's say 10 years i'm just giving you a round number just let's say 10 years and you pay me back an interest of 15% 20% is that good for you? Yes or no? You say yes. Okay, we got a deal. We signed a paper. we we'll get it going. Now, line of credit is not, te- it's not technically a term, but it's, it, it's, for you to qualify, you have to have a good credit, you know, to get a line of credit. You get it. You pay it back with interest as well, but you can keep it. You know what I mean? You don't have to, like, close it out or whatever. So those are the three main things that are necessary for the listeners to understand about commercial lending. I'm sorry if I, if I spoke too much. but
1: No, not at all. No, this is great, Greg. Just keep doing what you're doing because you're giving a great background to kind of lay down the playing <laughs> field you. so this way we can get into more information of where direction where you know certain people that are listening may be or may be looking at at right. some point soon.
2: Thank you. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm.
1: So, so let's see. Yep. You want to ask a question? You want me to just keep going? Yeah, keep <laughs> so, going, please. Yeah, lay, you're laying out the foundation okay. very well. Yes. Okay, so now we have, you know, lenders
2: always expect to fully collect, you know, the the funds that is, you know, is has been advanced to a borrower and the interest and the fees earned for the extension of the credit. They, they always want to, you know, put their, their foot down and understand how much of a risk is this guy going to be? That's why initially I mentioned that, it's all about relationships. Now, whatever money can buy, a wise man once told me this, so whatever money can buy, relationships can pay for it. And the reason there is a credit system of, of, of issuing out funds in the United States or, or in the Western world is to verify the credibility of a loan being paid back. So if I'm a lender and you are a borrower, all I want to know is, are you going to be able to pay me back? That is the, this is the, the core of commercial lending. Of course, the, the money is going to be instrumental in growing your business, paying back some debt, paying your your employees or whatnot. However, the ideal is, are you going to be, how is Chris going to be able to pay me back? So this is what lenders do. So repayment of a loan, it can be amortized over a period of time using um, monthly or quarterly, you know, semi-annual or Annual payments. These are things that can be worked out depending on the industry and the type of loan being borrowed. So rates are going to be attached to those paybacks. You know, generally floating at some margin. You know, to a prime rate. So there, there has to be a rate that the government, you know, makes sure that a lender doesn't take advantage of of a borrower. You know, this is the United States. If, it, if we were in another, if we were in a third world country. They might not regulate it to that point, but here the, the government wants to make sure that, oh, yeah, you're making a profit as a lender, but you are not taking advantage of the consumer or the borrower, which is very good. And um, we have larger banks. Usually they set their own prime rate while smaller banks, like community banks, they often utilize this prime rate as um, – even the Wall Street Journal, they pu- publish that, the rates for the smaller banks. So this is pretty good that consumers will get this information. They know that they're not being taken advantage of. They need to have a, you know a peace of mind that all they need to worry about is make themselves qualify. Because to be honest with you, Chris, there is more money to be lent <laughs> than there there are people borrowing it. It's crazy. You know, people get turned down a lot, of course. However. Uh, there's so much money to be lent out. Now, we've dealt with industries like solar industry, uh, security industry, real estate industry. Um, we've, we've even had international companies, big international companies contact us to help them generate funds. So they're, they're, we tell them the same thing. there There is money to be lent. The other day, we had a, a Ghanaian company contact us This is the government. They wanted a type of government fund, right? So they were looking for uh, over a billion. And the money was available. Now, the question was what type of financing they were looking for. They were looking for equity financing. So they wanted the lender to have stake in the deal. So when we're talking about financing, man, so much money to be lent, you'll be surprised when you hear about the money that goes through to companies, the problem is um, individuals or businesses not being qualified to get the funds. So,
1: wow, that's great. That's great, and and it's interesting to know that there's a, you know there's more money to be loaned than than you know at yes. the demand that and wow that that is and it's true because again you know not everybody can get a. Alone. I mean, especially now it's, it's very hard these days. Well, I mean, especially, especially when, if, you know, if people are, are trying to buy a house or something like that, but we're talking about commercial for a business commercial, maybe yes. property necessary. So, uh, no, but if you could summarize that, uh, a little bit about why it, you know, why it's so difficult. We have a, about three minutes, less than three minutes to our first break. Great. So if you could gotcha. su- summarize that, that would be wonderful.
2: Oh, absolutely. There are, I'll I'll summarize it with this. There are five C's of credibility that clients need to understand. The five C's of credibility is the character of the individual or the business trying to borrow the money. We have the capital. So, you know, what is the capital you're going to be used for? The, The company needs to get that clarified from the individual or the business standpoint, right? So we have character, we have capital, we have the conditions at which the funds are needed. Now, that condition is like what we're going through right now in the world, right? (laughs) I don't want to say the name of what it is, but you know what I mean, right? So the conditions, those things that clients need to understand that those things play a role, too, when it comes to lending money. So we have character, capital, we have conditions, we have um, capacity of funds needed. So if you need, like, let's say, whatever you state on the paper... Work. You need a hundred thousand, but realistically, you need fifty. For example, now, now you have to explain what the other fifty is going into. We had a client that was looking to get a wind deal, you know, for renewable energy. You want to start a wind company? He, he was asking for about uh, fifty million, but he really needed nine. You know what I mean? So the, the other, the rest, you got to explain to the lender why do you need the extra. So character capital, conditions, well, we have capacity of the funds, and then we have collateral. Are you going to be able to back up this money if you are not able to pay it back? So there are different types of collateral, of course. Real estate, um, assets like equipment, the business itself, if it's, you know, viable for the lender. They could take, take over the business if you don't pay back. So you have to have a way to guarantee that you're able to pay back. So, again, five C's of credibility that well, landed the borrow. Did you know? Character, capital, condition. You know, capacity and collateral.
1: Wow, that's great. Yes, sir. Well, this is great. So this is perfect. Well, great. This is got some really good information to kind of lay out the foundation, the playing field, so to speak. Uh, I'm looking forward to expanding yeah. a little bit further on the area of uh, yes. financing and what it can really do to help businesses, no matter where they're at right now, just starting out, somewhere in the middle, or or you know, even ones that have been around a while and how this can really help. Again, we gotta go to break, Absolutely. but we're talking about bridges and dams of securing financing for your business. You're gonna be learning more from great here shortly. We gotta go to break, but we'll be right back.
0: What is balance? Now, back to sustainable success.
1: Well, welcome back to Sustainable Success. If you're just joining us, we're talking about bridges and dams of securing financing for your business. Again, this is a must-listen episode. If you operate a business that you're looking to possibly scale up to the next level, or just to learn that in certain cases, you may need financing to do certain things that maybe you're not aware of. Well, you come to the right place today because now we're learning from here from a gentleman named Great Okankmo, and you're going to be uh, listening, you know, where you can listen to the first segment if you missed it in its entirety later here today on demand. But again, you could be listening to what he's going to be sharing today as we laid out the foundation to financing in the first segment. So great. Why do businesses sure. want to borrow money? And we, I mean, logically, we know that, you know, they want to expand their business, but it's not always the case for just expanding. So talk about that and why they they want to borrow money.
2: Right. Thank you for for asking that. Um, because so many people do not even know why they want something, the need for something and the wants. So uh let's let's find out what the needs are and what the wants are because people don't even know the difference sometimes. So a need is something you can't do without, you know, technically. Um and a want is something you have other options for, right? So they wanna borrow money, is it based on a need or is it based on a want? You know, if your business is about to close down, uh, that's a need right there. You need some funds to get it going or if it just wants to put a beautiful chandelier in your office, you don't need to borrow money for that. (laughs) That's that's like the difference in why do you want to borrow the money, right? So um, there are many reasons to that question. We have, uh, I'll list some of the reasons. There are three main reasons, but I'll list some of them, you know, we have, if a business wants to leverage working capital and they also want to retain revenue earnings in their business, that's the reason to borrow money. So you want to leverage the working capital that you have, you want to sustain it, and you want to make sure that you know there's enough funds if you need, if there's an emergency, that's a good reason. Um, if you want to acquire real estate or a large... Fixed asset. Now it has to be an asset. Now whether it's fixed or not, but it has to be an asset, asset for the business. In, uh, you know, they want to borrow. They want to borrow to acquire real estate or assets a fixed asset to increase the let's say the business's net worth. So, if a business is worth now a, a, a million dollars, and they borrow equipment, they borrow equipment and or purchase equipment with the money borrowed that is worth five hundred thousand dollars, right? There is this depreciating values, of course, but at the moment, it has that has to be assessed. So once they purchase that equipment, it it actually adds to the business if they want to sell it in the future, because whoever's selling, whoever's buying the business is going to want to know all the assets you have, right? So that's a good reason for them to borrow money. Assets, whether it's property, whether it's uh, you know equipment, is an asset. Now. They can, they borrow because they want to, you know, have a purpose of future liquidity. You know, hey, I want to go to Hawaii right now. And if I tamper with this $10,000, it's going to sit from my business, and I wouldn't have operating capital. So there's working capital or operating capital, you know, to sustain the business. They want to borrow to cover shortfalls from perhaps short-term you know loan they got so because if someone borrows money there are different terms for the for the for the money to be paid back if I want the money in three months and you sign the agreement uh, it's two months and three weeks now if you don't pay me back in three months like we agreed it's gonna seem as though I am mean which most consumers you know don't understand that it seems as the lender is mean but it's an agreement right so if I'm borrowing money to cut, co- they want to borrow money to cover those shortfalls to pay back a loan or something like that, or they don't have, any, you know, sufficient operating capital to pay their employees. Especially at the time we're in, so many businesses tend to have those problems. We've heard um, even all companies shut down because of this. Crazy, seventy-five percent of their departments are shut down. Were were shut down? I don't know now, but. At the time that we had this problem crisis in the world, they had that problem, 75% of the oil industry, some oil companies I know. I know this firsthand because I have a friend whose dad works in an oil company, top guy, been there 30 years, and 75% of the, the departments were shut down. So you don't have enough capital for that to sustain you know, the employees you have, and you want to keep producing the products and services. You need capital, so those are reasons, viable reasons to, to borrow capital. Now, that being said, there are three, I would say, generally th- three types of borrowing needs. Okay, so we have the long-term financing, and I'm gonna explain that as we go. We have uh, the short-term financing, and we have the working capital loans. So I'm gonna start with the working capital loans. This is, like I said, these are three main. Reasons. So besides the ones I listed, working capital loans, you know, those are used to, I would say, fund and fix, you know, operating costs that are typically not associated directly with the goods and services sold. Um, they're like, you're using it to take care of utilities or office operations, right? So the working capital loans are strictly for that. You cannot use it for vacation. You know, some type of lo- mm. some types of loans, if you get them, they're more, you know, serious about what you use them for than others. So for yeah, the is there, is there a law way law that
1: they, they you have to find out, right? You have to document certain things that you're using those funds for, correct?
2: Oh, yes, you have to. However, some there's some leeways for the type of funding that you might borrow and you could use it for sort of personal stuff, you know, like a line of credit. You can, once you get a lot of credit, you can, you can possibly use it for personal stuff. As long as you pay that, that interest at the right time, you know what I mean? Otherwise, yeah. it will affect your credit. But a working capital loan, those are typically term loans, and they are between five and ten years. So once you borrow those, you better use them for what they're made for because the lender is going to find out. So once a borrower is going to borrow money, they need to know, okay, what type of loan is it that I'm looking for? So working capital loan, then we have the short-term loan, right? Those are, like, businesses often need to borrow because they experience, like, timing differences between, you know, getting a product and, and selling the product, right? So those can fall between uh, the categories of, I don't know if you've heard of what we call factoring or accounts receivable. It's based on the inventory. So you can borrow short term. You need a hundred. You have a hundred orders on your website for a chair. You want someone is trying to order a chair. You are in the chair business. You have a hundred orders, but you don't have a hundred tiers available because it takes money to make money in that term right? So, just in that term, you you need the money to produce the chairs or buy the chairs from whatever. You have 50 chairs available to to complete the order, but 50 are missing. So, this is where short-term borrowing comes to play, where you borrow based on that product value. So, the the, the lender is going to lend it to you knowing that you are actually purchasing the inventory, and once it's sold, you pay them a small fee for it. Does that make sense? And then we have the long-term financing, which is often, you know, connected to acquisitions or let's say financing of a new or additional facility or equipment in the company. So this type of loans are... They range between 5 and 20 years. They're long-term. So the borrower or the lender is not even worried about, you know, getting the money paid back as fast as possible. In fact, the longer you keep the loans for them, the more money they make. You can use that. The example for that would be a mortgage type of loan, right? The longer you keep it, that's why some people in the mortgage industry, they tend to tell you they want to refinance, and they keep refinancing and all that. So because they know the longer... You extend it. Oh, you—they make more money. You know what I mean. So those are three main, you know, ways for for the client needs to understand when borrowing that for a need. So long-term financing will be available. Short-term financing and work working capital loans will be available to them. So,
1: yeah. Wow.
2: I hope that answers the question. I hope I didn't no,
1: ramble. No, it does. Off. No, really, great stuff. And and great. What what kind of what kind of businesses do you find that are using financing for a lot of these different ways? I mean, are they can be family businesses? Are these going to be, you know, companies doing a uh, having maybe a, doing a certain amount of money each year, that mm-hmm. type of thing? Where do you mm-hmm. find you you find a, a, a higher concentration of those companies? That need capital beyond just expanding.
2: I'd say real estate, real estate, because it's a more viable type of um, asset. I would say I'll call it an asset because it can make money. So real estate, whether it be real estate investing or just purchasing it for personal use, you turn around and, and sell it eventually and make money for it. So that. Real estate is one of the, the highest transactions we have. And besides real estate, we have restaurants. So so we're talking about service-based businesses. So service-based businesses are the second one. Now, the, at the bottom of the food chain, well, I would say before what happened happened in the world, the bottom of the food chain was e-commerce because there's no, like, viable way to collateralize the money you are borrowing. How are you going to secure it if I were to ask someone that wants to start an online store or whatever, work at home, home home-based business? So we have real estate at the top. I would say the second would be, you know, service-based business like, you know, restaurants. Not necessarily consulting, but if a consultant company or consulting firm has the collateral to secure it, I mean, why not?
1: Yeah. So well that's the thing you know of oftentimes with real estate you know yeah. you know people are they going to have collateral right they might have a building is that what would be the equity they may have in something uh, already maybe they don't yeah. own it outright obviously but uh but there's equity in the
2: they, they better have equity and the equity has to be more or the equity has to be twice as much as the amount they're trying to borrow. Now this is yes. what clients don't know so now they know <laughs> if you're going to say I have equity, because we have a bunch of people call, right? Callers and um, they say they have equity. So what's your equity? My 2004 Audi, you know, whatever. Um, first of all, that's a depreciating type of asset. Mm-hmm. That's one. Two, you're trying to borrow 100000 and you have a vehicle that's, you know, that's about 16 years old that has wear and tear on it. That, that's not going to work, sir. Because if I lend you 100,000 and you don't pay it back, I'm not going to make any money, right? Yeah. So the way a borrower should see things is to put themselves in a lender's shoes, as if they're the ones lending the money to themselves. It would make it a lot easier. Now this is what I did, and this is what I do all the time to explain to my clients. It is so easy when you understand the side of the lender. You would make everything easier for yourself because, remember, the lender is not the one in need at the time, so they have more leeway or leverage over you. So you put yourself in that shoe and see how they see things, and you would get yourself ready. But they do have to have equity if it's a property, if it's a real estate property, and that equity has to be twice as much as the collateral so that the investor or lender does not lose
1: money. That's interesting to know for sure. Definitely. And uh, so real estate, so you see that with it. So you know, when you said real estate, are these companies with real estate mm-hmm. or real estate companies in itself or investors, that type of thing?
2: Well, real estate, we would divide it into like commercial and residential. So mm-hmm. the residential part is they are, they're trying to live in it. They're trying to live in it. So they need money. It's going to be some kind of um, yeah, mortgage. Yeah. Uh, well, you know how real estate is. you can do it several ways it 's so funny with real estate it 's so creative that you can mix it up mix up a commercial deal with a residential deal you know and make it palatable so i can want to buy I, I can you know want to buy a residential home and um i 'm gonna buy it in a commercial way that 's weird right but let me explain <laughs> if i i cannot if i cannot afford to for example, put up the 20% and my credit is shot. My credit is 419. doesn't make any sense to, for me to get a mortgage because they're not going to approve me anyway. And he, the more they run, my, my credit is going to keep going lower and lower. So what I can do is buy the property as if I were an investor. And there's so many ways to do that. One is lease options, you know, no, there's so many ways to, to buy a property, basically. So th- that's why I say that it, it's a mixture. You can mix it up. But if it's real estate, that, the real estate that we deal with are still using a commercial loan. Because it's, it's, if you're using a commercial loan in, in real estate, mostly they use alternative lenders. And alternative lenders means that they're individ, mostly individuals that are lending the money based on their own criteria. So it's a little bit more leeway for someone to say, "Look, I'm gonna work with you. Uh, you want to buy to own, okay? I can I can work yeah. with that. So you're yeah. gonna pay. You know what I mean? You're gonna pay in two years, but you're gonna buy it in two years from me. But from now, you're gonna live and lease it from me. I'm the I'm the investor. I'm the I'm the lender. So I'm I yeah. know I can make money. So you, you know what I mean. So yeah. So they they have to find a way to think it. Think of it in a commercial way to get past not qualifying through credit or not having a huge down payment for it. Wow!
1: All right, so this is good, and we, we're we're right now we're going to have to go to break, but this is some great information. again, I hope everyone that is listening taking notes. Again, you can listen to this show in its entirety, and I strongly suggest that you do. Uh, great is sharing some gr- great information here in terms of of what you, you can you do sir. in your business as well. And a lot of times, uh, you know, again, a lot of this can carry over into your personal side, too. But even though the focus is on business today, we got to go to break right now, uh, but we got more to come. Uh, We have a wealth of information that Greg is going to be sharing. And again, if you are in the market of looking to secure financing, you know, we're going to provide you uh, ways to get in touch with him so that you can have some more questions answered And he'll be able to see where he can potentially help you depending upon what you require right now in your business. And we will be right back after the break.
0: Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's one 472 5795 or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success.
1: Well, welcome back to Sustainable Success. Again, we are talking about uh, bridges and dams for, for securing, financing for your business. Again, we are talking with uh, great Okonkwo, and he is i uh, been involved in this space for quite some time and sharing a lot of wisdom. So again, if you're just joining us, you can listen to this show in its entirety later, to, later today here on Voice America. And then also on iTunes or our Facebook page, Sustainable Success 2017. So great. Getting back to, you shared a Good lot too. of great insight here so far. You know, when it comes to financing, what is the ideal client
2: very, very good question. Very good question because some some clients find it hard to place themselves in a the category. Well, our our business is for yeah, the ideal client would be for entrepreneurs first of all. Because someone who's an entrepreneur with a concept for a new business, or they want to start a business in the next six to twelve months as well as a startup. You know, there might be a startup, in you know, operation for less than two years, but we also work with people that are in business for longer than two years. But the ideal client would be entrepreneurs that want to start a business in the next six to 12 months or been in business for less than, you know, two years to, to get a business going. And um, I would say some of the other things that I need to know is, you know, as an ideal client, you have to make sure your financial statements are... Intact, we can let me backtrack a little. We can teach you all these things that I'm saying. It's not going to be a magic, it's not going to be confusing for you. Okay, we have a program that we can walk you through a four week program actually that we can work you through what it takes to get funding for your business. We'll teach you and through implementation as well. Coach you. Well, I don't want to say town coachy, but mentor you on the requirements on getting funding that we will then help you get the funding you need for your business. So entrepreneurs that want to start a business, now we can actually get you a minimum, once you complete the course, it doesn't happen overnight, guys, so let me clarify that. We can actually help you get funding for you know a minimum of 100000 depending on the type of business, though. Depending on the type of, but you have to go through, our four-week, you know, course where we, would, like I said, mentor you, teach you all you need to know, you know, get you equipped so that you don't just show up at the door of a, of either a bank or um, an alternative lender and say I want, I want, I want funds. I want hundred thousand. I want two hundred thousand. No, for you to say that you have to back it up with financial statements. They have to verify a couple things. You know, a balance sheet. If you want business for less than two years or more. You know, account receivable would be like you have an inventory that you're trying to look at. So the ideal client needs to know all these things. But again, we have a program, guys, that can work you through it so you wouldn't be lost, you know, in limbo saying ah, we, we formed you on the radio show. And I don't know what, what did he say the last time again. You miss it. No. So. What are you talking
1: about? The, you what have- was that
2: again? The, the, the entrepreneurship program, we have an entrepreneurship program. Yes. Or I would say a business certification program where we, in this program, you're going to, let me explain it. You're going to understand how properly, you know, how you should properly set up a business, okay? Regardless of if you are pre-launch, you know, you're trying to launch it in the next few months or you are a startup. We have a program that can work you through it. We, you become familiar with how to accept, you know, capital. With, with the topics, including, you know, building business credit. Now, this is a topic that most businesses or, or aspiring entrepreneurs do not know about, business credit, build building business credit. We're going to teach you how to avoid common mistakes, the types of capital, you know, including debt and equity-based capital. We're going to, you know, teach you to create a lender-compliant business plan. This is something that most businesses do not know how to do. We'll teach you how to create a you know a lender compliant business plan and a loan package to uh, qualify for an SBA loan. Now, an SBA loan is very good because it can give you a longer term to pay back, right? Even as a startup, and you gain you, you're going to gain you know familiarity with you know key financial management issues like you know compliance, creating financial projections in the business. You're going to understand you know legally understand minimizing taxes legally, okay? Let me say that again. You are going to understand how to minimize taxes, but legally as a business owner, okay? And again, you're going to learn how to get, gain access to a minimum of 100000 Once you go through the course, it doesn't happen overnight, guys, but you will be well-equipped. We're going to work you through it. We're going to work with you to get you the funding. I'm not just saying that. We've done it. So it's a six-week uh, course. It's going to teach you all those things I mentioned, you're going to understand implementation. Now, we're not going to force you to do it, but we will walk you walk you through it so that you understand, okay, this is all you need to do. And we will find you someone that will work with you personally, okay? You will be taught, and you will be helped with implementation. It's all about mentoring. I wish I had a mentor, you know, starting in, in the financial industry to walk me through it. This is something that we can provide for you, very affordable. Now once you get signed up with the program you get an email you're assigned to a mentor you know some clients come to us and they're ready to go to funding now some clients however come to us and they're absolutely not ready for funding but at least they will they'll be better equipped when they came than when they came out of the program than when they entered the program so the program you know helps us assist you in qualifying for funding in a nutshell and, and there are other ways we can do it. You can also do what we're doing to, you know, become a joint venture, partner with us. And, yeah, the sky's the limit, guys. The sky's the limit. This is the time to get it going. I don't know. Did I miss anything, uh, uh, Chris? Go ahead.
1: No, no. This is great, great insight and helping people to kind of, uh, you know, navigate the space and so to get educated so they can learn how to apply and, you know, getting to, uh, like, you know, if we want to talk about lending institutions, like, you know, what, 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 do, what, mm-hmm. what, what do people, what do you do to seek those out?
2: Yes, we work with uh, so many lending institutions, alternative lenders, hard money, uh, banks as well. Remember, I told you, uh, Chris, is all about relationships. Like, any type of lending, there, there's a wide variety of institutions, you know, all with unique, lending parameters and appetites now in the banking industry for example there are like three institutions community banks regional banks and the national banks for example the community bank right you go to community bank they they're usually located with a relatively small geographical area within the you know relatively small generally the community bank's target market is is within just a small area, city, I'll say, based. Now, the disadvantage with that type of community bank is they don't have the capacity to go for certain types of loan products. Now, but we work with them depending on your, your, whatever jurisdiction you are, in. we can go close to you to identify a bank that works with, you know, community-based people. Now, we have the original type. This one is just, you know... They operate within a specific region of a country, you know, and then we have the national, like Bank of America, Wells Fargo, and all that. That one has its advantages because they would not only give you good terms, but they will also give you better rates, sometimes less than 2% with a bank. Now, the, the only thing with that one is that they don't provide you with funding as fast as you will need it. Well, all banks do that, even if you have the, Three main things they require, which is credit, collateral, and cash flow. Banks will still not provide you the money when you need it. I'm not bashing them. I'm just saying this is what they do based on regulations and the industries they deal with. Now, with alternative lending, we the, the, the alternative lenders are more uh, flexible, I would say. So we, we work with some of those industries or, or lenders, I would say, that would be more flexible to provide you the money, let's say 24 to 48 hours. Now, that being said, I'll back it up with this. Even though they can do that, there, there is a catch on that one, okay? If you want, if you want funds as fast as it's being provided to you, there are, like, higher, you know, rates for it, you know? So, we work with those as well. But the good thing about them, they're more flexible. They can provide you the funds, you know, as fast as possible. Oh, I don't want to say as fast as you need it because what if someone says, you know, I need it in two hours? Nah. They have to go through certain certain, um, certain things to verify your credibility. So anyway, but we we have the bank. We work with banks. We work with the individuals. We work with companies that are alternative lenders as well. So those are things that are we're an asset to you. You know what I mean? So
1: yes. Wow, that's great. That's great. So uh, yeah, and there's like 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 I said, there's so many different uh, options out there. And again, it, you know, it's really you know, gathering that intelligence. And it sounds like, again, you you provide a lot of information that can help people really navigate this place because there's so many things that, that you may think that you're aware of, but, you are you know, you may not be. And this is where having that information is really critical up front so that when you do need money, you know, you, you kind of know the process of how you can go about doing that. So, so important. So much. Yeah. So what are some other things that, you know, when it comes to, you know, financing, I mean, you know, uh, what are some of the durations and, you know, uh, that people can pay off a a loan? I mean, you know, I know, for instance, you know, I do some hard money lending here and there. Mm -hmm. uh, It's one of my side businesses. And sometimes people will say, what if I'm able to pay it off sooner? (laughs) Can you, you know, can you do that? And of course you can. And then, Mm -hmm. you you know, and what is the bearing on that with interest and all that? Discuss a little bit some of the options with the loans like, you know, in terms of that, depending upon whatever, you know, whatever the money's needed for.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Where, where real estate is longer. So it could take anywhere. The terms could be five to 20 years um, with uh, a fast working capital. Those are within some, some clients could um, or some lenders could give it to you for anywhere from three to 12 months period to pay it back and you got to understand this chris um for for corporations lending out money to you they're not in a hurry to get it back because they know the longer you you take to pay it back the better for them you know with yeah. me, you know I'm not a tax professional but with taxes they know how to maneuver things to make it advantageous to them so um remember i told you as as a borrower try to think like a lender. And I know it's a lot, but um, this is what we're here for. So we have the real estate to last, you know, you could get loans, you know, with terms five to 20 years, the, the interest rate could be, you know, less than 6% on a real estate. Now on a shorter term type of funding, that would give you a shorter, like let's say three to you know 12 months of payback. Most of them would not accept a an early payback. Term. So even if you get the money in, uh, let's say, let's say the agreement was nine months, you're going to pay us back in nine months. We're going to be deducting a certain amount every month or every week or whatever. Um, you're going to pay us back in nine months. You agree to it, let's say, in, in eight months and 29 days. You have the money. You cannot pay them right away. I'm just giving yeah. you an example, right? You, because they want you to, you know, they want to make all the full money they want to make based on the interest or rates they have set for you. So, but some others, the longer term ones, they are okay with, you know, prepayment, um, prepaying the loan back. So if you have the money faster, hey, you want to pay it back, pay it back. So, but it just depends on the industry. There's so many industries out there. I don't know all of them, you know, to discuss each and everyone independently it depends on the industry. If any of the listeners have any questions specific to the industry they're working in or working from, they just give us a call. We'll, we'll look into it and we'll give them more or less, um, an accurate figure because the reason I say more or less is there is no one size fits one size fits yeah. all in this financial industry. Yeah. Because of verification of credibility some people are not more, are not as credible as others. So yep. it doesn't matter if the industry is booming or not. The the individual paying back is what matters.
1: Yep. Well, that's great information. You, and so great. I want to thank you for today. Yeah. You have shared a wealth of information. And again, thank we you, highly encourage everyone listening today to listen to this show in its entirety again. Uh, there's a wealth of information. And again, if you want to reach out too great you, you know we we encourage you to do so i mean there's probably so much more he could share but we can only do so much in one hour so great let everyone know where they can best you know reach uh you if there's anything that you want to provide uh this is your time to do that and allow people to you know reach out for any help
2: absolutely you can reach out to us on at diamondethical.com. www Diamond. You know how spelled? diamond ethical, spelled? D I A M O N D. Ethical. E T I O T H I C A L dot com. You can reach out to us. Go to the contact us. You could call the number. You can fill out the form, and we'll reach back out to you. You know, if you're interested in uh, real estate loan, equipment, business loan, construction, bridge, hard money. You know, line of credit, factoring, whatever. Even renewable energy, business acquisitions, and or if you want to, you know, get more knowledge and prepare yourself, let's say you have a future goal, you know, for the entrepreneurship program, you can also reach back to us on that. We'll put you on the program. It's just a four-week program. Yeah. And like I said, you have a personal mentor to guide you through it. So, yeah, com. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash diamondethical, even instagram.com forward slash Diamond ethical as well, so it's very simple. Great. Diamond ethical, that's it. And then wow, we'll, this we'll is reach back to you and so, talk with you.
1: Thank you for sharing this, and we encourage you again. Uh, reach out to to him, and Diamond ethical again. I've I've personally have worked with great. He, he's very responsive yeah. and gets back to you. So uh, he knows what he's doing. So again, uh, we feel. Uh, That if you are seriously, uh, you know, uh, really backing your business and want to take it to the next level and learn some of the different options of knowing where financing could benefit you, reach out to him. We want to thank you, uh, guests, also for joining us each and every week here at the Sustainable Success Way uh, to get great information like we did today. We will have more coming next Thursday to you. So, again, each week we have a different expert and different content to help scale your business and personal life to new levels and a way that provides content that engages you to take action. Again, uh, we wish everyone a great rest of your week. Have a happy Halloween. Uh, Make the most of it. And we'll see you next Thursday. Have a great day.